What's going on, family? This is Pastor Paul from Free Life Community Church, and you are listening to Practicum Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Sorry it's a day late. I had some technical difficulties uh, for some reason. Um, I couldn't record, so I had to reboot, and then I recorded again, so that's why it's uh, on a Thursday morning. Usually it would be on Wednesday morning, so you can always check us out every Wednesday morning by God's grace, new episode. And if you ever want to check out an older episode, you can always go to any major podcast platform and check out Free Life Community Church podcast and you can see what we've been doing. There's some prayer podcasts that we've done for 21 day fast earlier in the year and obviously practical podcast That's a recap of last week's sermon and how do we live out the word of God practically? How do we not use, I don't want to use that word, but apply um, our mission and vision of being a disciple of Jesus in our everyday life? Because sometimes I think a lot of this sermons, right, can be a little bit more philosophical than it ought to be, I think. We're living in an age where does it really mean that um, how do we reinterpret something rather than looking at God's word and saying, hey, if God has commanded us, if God has instilled in us or if God has charged us with a task, let's live it out. Right. Plain and simple. And so we try to break it down as best as we can. um, What? We feel and think what God is saying. So last week was Father's Day. um, And if you guys didn't know, happy Father's Day. Um, It was Sunday. So we had a great time at our church celebrating our fathers. We also celebrate our graduates. And I know there's a lot of people that graduated. um, And so happy graduation to all those that have graduated. um, Any level of education, whether that's from elementary, junior high, high school, college, master's, doctorate, Um, So we had all of those at our church, one of each actually of a category. And so we want to celebrate those as well. We looked at John 113, John 113, and I titled my message, The Heart of the Father. And I think a lot of times we as Christians read about Father's heart, right? Read about God's, we call those attributes, right? Those characteristics that God has and God has given us whether that's love or morality or ethics, we read about it. And then I think sometimes we stop. I think sometimes we read about it and says, hey, that's a good idea. That's who God is. And obviously who God is, we can't be. But at the same time, how can we as Christians continue to be like Christ? Amen. Because that's the goal, I think, right? One of the goals of a Christian is well first is what jesus said in the great commission go make disciples but i think the way we make disciples is to be like jesus what did jesus teach what did jesus preach how was how did jesus act how did jesus pray and all those different attributes of christ um we must also follow and strive to become and obviously we can't be perfect but the more we are like christ i think and I believe the more we will know the heart of the Father. Even the Bible says, if you know me, you know my Father, right? If you know Jesus, because the person that Jesus was, was somebody that was close to the Father. 
And there is a human person that did the same. And his name is John, uh, not John the Baptist, the disciple of John. And even in the Bible, it says John, the one that Jesus loved the most. Because I believe that John, if you read more into it, there's not really certain types of passages that talks about John, why Jesus said that. But I think seeing the disciples' life with Christ, seeing what Jesus preached, we could come to the conclusion that people or the disciples followed Jesus for a reason. And John, in that following, I believe was like wanted to be really close to God, wanted to be close to Christ. I mean, he wanted to be there probably when he preached, the first one to be there, the first one to do something, just really adored, honored, revered, loved Jesus. You know when somebody loves you and you know, and somebody knows when you love them, the way we act right towards them. And that's how John was. And so I gave five um, kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say advices, but five observations that I made about God that I think we can continue to look at and live out. So John 1, 1, 3 says that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. So he's talking about Christ, or he's talking about Jesus, which we have heard. They've heard Christ. They've seen with their eyes. The life appeared. We have seen it, right? The life, Jesus' life appeared. We have seen it and testified to him. We proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and was appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. I think the first uh, attribute, or I think the first observation of the Father's heart is that God cares for you. God cares for you deeply. Uh, chapter 1, uh, it says, verse 1, it says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and our hands have touched. This we proclaim the concerning of life. And I think we all have a passion for something. We all care about something. We all have something that we care whether it's your family whether it's your career whether it's something we all care about it and what we care about usually we proclaim what we care about usually we testify in a sense what we care about is usually it it comes out in us right people know when you love something uh, i love sports and people know that i love sports people know when it's football season i change a little bit people know when when my team is pay- playing i change And let me just say, God cares about you. God is crazy about you. As parents are crazy about their kids, you you can hear in God's voice how much he wants to be in relationship with us. From the beginning in Genesis, from when he was with his son, right? When he he becomes a... uh, uh, when, when he becomes what do you a bapt, baptized, he says, this, this, this son whom I am very well pleased. God wants to be with us. God cares about you. And ca- not in a way where I think it's just this top level or the surface level amount of care where we think about. No, God cares for you in the sense that he wants to be with us constantly. And so for us as Christians, we have to kind of be in the same way. We have to reciprocate that care to God. How much are we spending time with the Lord? How much do we care about God's mission? How much do we care about God's commandment? Even though it's hard, how much do we care about it? 
That's one thing I think we should look at. If we are the people of God, we must also care about God as well, wanting to be close to him with deep intimacy. Number two, create. God creates opportunities every day in our life to know him. Acts 14.3 says, So they remained for a long time, speaking boldly for the Lord, who bore witness to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. God wants to create space for him to exist in our everyday life. Let me say that again. God wants to create or create space for himself to be present in your life. And I want to add to that to manifest. That's a huge word to 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 be visually shown through your life, whether that is through miracles or through signs and wonders or just by your love to people. A lot of the times we as Christians are challenged by what it means to look like Jesus. And there's so many different opportunities, there's so many different, I think, interpretations. But I think one of the greatest, one of the greatest uh, foundations is this sense of love, but not in the love where uh, infatuation or just a feeling, but a, but a sacrificial type of love. Right? A sacrificial type of love. Wanting for the other person or thinking about the other person more than yourself. And that's what Jesus did. And I think that's what God wants to give us the opportunity, creates the opportunity for us to show people what it means to be like Christ. The sacrificial type of love. And God creates these opportunities over and over again and it's our choice to respond to those opportunities number three convicts god speaks into our hearts god convicts us right god convicts us he puts uh motives in our heart direction in our heart wisdom in our mind he gives us the eyes to see and hear how to be more like jesus and if we're not walking like jesus the Holy Spirit might nudge us and says, hey, do you think this is the right way? And again, it is our choice because the greatest gift that God has given us is free will. So he's never going to he's never going to force us. He will command us and and in, in a positive way. I don't know if this word is positive, but demand us because he know what's right for us. And convicts us and usually he convicts us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Allowing the Holy Spirit to create in us a new heart. And that's kind of the key of what it means to, to, to know the Father's heart is, is to be closer and closer. Because when you're close, because when you love somebody or love something, you always want to be next to them. And that rubs off on you slowly and slowly. And more and more you are closer to Christ, the more and more you intentionally are convicted and transformed by the Holy Spirit to be like Christ, the more and more you will look like Christ. God convicts you. Number four, God champions you. Exodus 17, 15 says, Moses built an altar and named it, the Lord is my banner. Moses loved the Lord. He championed God and God wants to champion you. We've all been through some things. We've all been through some rough times, but at the end of the day, God doesn't try to, uh, uh, he doesn't try to somehow twist your heart into guilt or shame. 
as maybe the world does. But what he does is he waits for us. He waits for us patiently for us to recognize that God, that is we are in need of a savior and we start recognizing and going towards that direction. God will champion us as the prodigal, as, as the father champion, the prodigal son running to him from afar. As Jesus went out to look for the lost sheep, champions the sheep, puts him over his shoulder. God wants to champion you. God wants to be in fellowship with you. Lastly, God calls you to be in fellowship with him. Verse 3 on First uh, John chapter 1 says, We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and his Son and his Jesus Christ. And I think this is why the church is important. Right? The church is important these days. I think I've read somewhere where... Um, I mean, I have nothing against online church. I have nothing against virtual church. But I think being with people physically, fellowshipping with us, being close to us, that has a different type of aura. It can. And I, I heard somewhere where online church is like going to somebody's wedding, but online. Yes, you can celebrate at the same time. And it could feel the same. But when you're there looking at their tears or looking at their love for each other, it does something. And so when you fellowship with Jesus through community, as First John was saying, when you fellowship with Jesus through accountability, through brothers and sisters that really care for you, not from afar, from close where we can touch each other, right? I got to talk about this ministry of touch sometimes. I'm not even that good at it. But ministry of touch, ministry of, of being held I think that's the heart of the father. The, heart, the father wants to be with close to us. He wants to cover us. He wants to hold us like parents hold their children. And so as we continue to walk with Christ, I encourage each and every one of you. Know the father's heart by knowing that he cares about you. By knowing that he creates space for you to come to him. By Knowing the Father who convicts us through the Holy Spirit to make the right decisions. To continue to be like Jesus. Know the Father who champions you. Who's so proud of you. Who loves you. Who wants only the best for you. And lastly, know the Father who calls you back to his arms and says, All who are weary, come to me and I will give you rest. All right, y'all. Have a great week. God bless you. Until I see you again, family. Peace.